0: To Penthouse, yeah.
1: So you saying that you think uh, a house is way more important than a
0: car. Way more important than a car. If you don't have a car, you should get your house first. Yeah. Um, Okay, we got juice on there.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, no, we definitely good. We are not letting that happen again. Never um, again. That was on me. I was fired that day.
0: If y'all watching right now, uh, I'm literally fresh off the plane. So I still got the uh, the Ray Lewis neck brace. Hey, the, the uh, the Ray, the Ray Lewis neck brace. Ray Lewis next brace. The Ray Lewis neck brace. Because
1: he, because he used to be a middle linebacker. Yeah, but let me see if y'all can hit this though. Hey, before I get Ooh, started, you heard that? Before what is that? That's a compression.
0: Oh, it's oh, it's a massager. Yeah. Okay. The boy got the whole experience on mm-hmm. the plane.
1: He trying to be comfortable on the plane. Trying. I'm. Being I've got heavy. the plane down to a science. Hey. Before I get started today, I got to send a shout out to my boy, 9-6, man. Worldwide. Oh yeah. hey For the Stop Simping Hoodie. Let me tell you a little story. Where my hoodie at, man? Hey, let me tell you. In my, look, I don't know if they can get the,
0: My name is on the
1: back. Can you see you get that? One? Yeah, they should be able to get,
0: oh, that boy went head, I'm like that on there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, let me tell you a story about this. My boy, 9-6, I'm sitting at the thing. I say, man, you need to make like a hoodie, like Stop Simping or something like yeah. that, right? He literally said, hey, say less. Say less. And all of a sudden, Boom, Here we are. I said, bro, I'm, I'm I'm I told him if he made it, I'm a it. yeah. And you see, I'm on the podcast, you
0: know what I'm saying? This is
1: going out to people across the world, so
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. so y'all yeah. make sure y'all go, y'all go rock with that, man. Yeah, not go I'm gonna put I'm
1: put his I'm put his Instagram, put all that down here at the bottom end. I'm gonna put it in the description of the YouTube video if you're yes, watching sir. that. So go check it out worldwide, man. Go get some clothing. go get some stuff from him. go check that boy out. I, I
0: need it, I need it, yeah, I need it, I need that stuff, but t- yeah, man,
1: you said so a house, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, now nah, you need to. Because you gotta have a place to bring people into your world. Yeah, exactly.
0: Because you can't keep living in other people's shit. That shit yeah. weak.
1: And I mean, our show is called from Mama's house to Penthouse. If you living at your mama's house, you know what it is.
0: Yeah.
1: You ain't trying to bring nobody in your mama's house.
0: Yeah, now nah, hell no. Nah. You gotta get up out of there. Yeah, come on. man. That shit not even cool. Yeah. And that's
1: what it's what it's about. That's why we doing this show so you can't get up out of there.
0: Yeah, nah for sure because the answer's back here. And if this is your first time on. Uh, the podcast. Make sure that you, you know, what I'm saying binge watch this. Yeah. you gonna this shit fuck around, change your life. No S- cap.
1: Subscribe to every channel. Like I literally get people all the time talking about me. Man, I start watching the podcast. I love the podcast. The podcast changed my life. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, that's some cool shit to to do because that's why we. That's what we do this for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We do this to change lives. We do this to make sure that you got the knowledge in your head that's
0: gonna allow you to really do this <laughs> to move ahead. And hey, then you just came from Ohio though yeah it's colder than a pimp on a bitch yeah and i really do mean that i'm telling you like i'm not playing it was like it's cold-blooded out there it's like nobody has no remorse you need a jacket from ohio yeah if you in ohio like i was supposed to go work out i literally went to go get my birth certificate and on my birth certificate, in my youtube video i let everybody know yeah. that, that you're not, not from, from ohio. You just so you know, the birth certificate says. From the Why you had to go get your birth certificate? Because my Ohio mother though. lives in Ohio. Is that something well, I'm saying? Why your birth certificate? there? Because she lives there. She you keeps know, I like, you know I'm her is. property. At, you, know. you know what I'm saying? She going to keep the birth certificate. You know, you know, all right. You know what time it is. <laughs> I had to go get that. I had to go get that. You know what I'm saying? And it was fun, but it was extremely. Man, cold, my you know mind came
1: not process the
0: temperatures you was talking about. Dude, the weather people. Was on the on the news and he was like, and on Monday it'll be zero degrees and it, you heard it in his That's voice. Like, he had to prep for it. And then mm-hmm. even after his speech, he was like, yeah, whoo. And then they, you know after they the anchor the anchor they yeah. they, they 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 uh pan back to the pe- the panelists yeah and both of them was sitting there like whoo. yeah because zero and they said it too they said zero okay zero we got degrees, to be
1: prepared for that one zero degrees basically like it's no heat.
0: That's no heat. Zero heat. Zero, zero, zero chance of any type of. It's <laughs> not gonna be hot nowhere. Hey, all. you know, 32 degrees is below freezing uh, temperature, right? Or yeah, 32
1: like that. is freezing.
0: Yeah, it's freezing. So well, it depends zero, on if it's Fahrenheit, Celsius. Yeah. At zero, my mama was telling me, like, some she'll go outside. If it's zero, you could throw a bucket of ice, I mean, a water, cold water in air, hot water in there. It'll instantly freeze up. Man, that's just I, so, too aggressive. You want to hear some crazy
1: shit I heard when I knew it was too cold other places? Yeah. I was watching it in New York. They was like, they had to get the homeless people off the street because it was negative 14. Oh they said God. that if they was out there longer than 10 minutes, their blood would freeze Ooh. inside their body. I said, come on, man. Are, from, you, nah, are you serious? Serious bro? shit. I saw that because I never knew that's a thing. Where never did, never did they go? About, Where did the homeless people go? Well, they were just getting them inside shelters and places like that, but they would, like had to go get them. You know they are just out there. Yeah. So it's like when you think about that, you like God. It's so cold. Yeah.
0: You just outside. Yo, the, the liquid in your body just like. But I'm all I'm saying is my whole moral would be to get to a warm place if I like was just asked out. I guess, but I mean, but just shit, hard If you're in the middle of New York, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would. You been I in New know. York? I wouldn't. I mean, I guess New York don't see
1: I, when I first went to New York. The the feeling I got was it's the only city I felt like if you didn't grind in you literally would just die. Yeah, it just like you, it's you so, literally it's you, just you so see fast what you're paced. 14, and 14. this this pre this this uh before this BC before Corona, right? Yeah. So I went to New York. I touch down. Right? I'm excited. It's my first time being there. I just telling my brother man I always wanted to go to New York. I get to New York. I'm excited, man. I'm wearing you know I'm wearing my my Houston stuff because I want people in New York to know, mm-hmm. right? It's actually hot in New York cuz I thought I thought New York heat was, was like different. LA heat. LA heat ain't shit. Like 100 yeah. degrees in LA, I walk around with this on, be fine. Yeah. New York you, know, heat you is got like that breeze. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 right. York, yeah, 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 yeah. If it's hot in New York, it's hot. Yeah, ain't no so, ain't no so ain't no big breeze out there. I getting there, getting the Uber and as I'm pulling into the city, I just seen people the way people was hustling there, the way people had to like be going and going and going. I said, "Bro, if you don't grind in this city, this city will kill you." They said it would literally kill it would you. Literally kill you, You'd bro. You get stomped on. You gonna on. starve to death. Something. It's just like here in Houston, I feel like it's like you don't. It's, like, it's cool. You'll be good.
0: Uh, you will be out of there, but you. But You're gonna you gonna be out of there
1: anywhere You don't do anything. But I Yeah. Say that, like
0: <laughs> at least it ain't for yeah. negative fourteen degrees. Yeah, like. exactly. So you'll be
1: you'll live at yeah. least. Goddamn. What do you think would happen if it was negative fourteen here? Here. Man. I don't know. Dude. I don't Man. think I don't think we could deal with it. I don't know. I don't think I don't, we even know. When, when they got a little bit of
0: ice that one time, it was 1,400 wrecks. That's what I'm saying. 1,400 wrecks. Wow. And then, <laughs> like, we not even equipped for that type of shit. Like, they got whole snow plowing business yeah, out there. They like, got uh, what the fucking chains you put on your tires. You know what I'm saying? Like, all types of shit that allows you. They got, like, snow truck machines that come lay salt on the ground and shit like that. I mean, it's wild. It's no
1: out like that. You just in your house for the
0: day. Yeah. Speaking of in the house, I was at the house in Ohio, um, out there at my mom's house, because you know that whole Tuesday I stayed there and uh, somebody had hit me up. Where you from? Um, no. <laughs> <But> somebody <laughs> hit me up and they asked me a very good question. I think it's an excellent time to segue into...
1: We should put an <laughs>
0: explosion.
1: explosion like, in there? Oh, Why not? Boom. You just had like a little mama pop up.
0: Right? <laughs> all right, my boy Ken hit me up while I was in Ohio because I had posted that video on my What up, uh, Ken? Ken, what's up, boy? Ken hit me up because I was in Ohio. I posted that video on my story. I was basically saying, uh, I've been on calls all day, on calls all day. He say, damn, me too. He's like, I got a lot of leads, but like, what's um something that I can do to... I guess close them better and convert I'm like, them. Like, yeah, convert them, in that. and he 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 worded it a very long way, but that was literally what he what what, what I know he was saying. Like, what's the best way to convert these people? I got
1: basically I'm getting a bunch, but I'm not actually turning them into customers. Exactly, it's like
0: he's basically saying he has a bunch, but like, how do I close these? What do I do to convert these over into paying customers? It's, it has to be something because I shall say, her, at least you got the hardest part done. Leads, leads. If you can get leads. All you really need to do is listen to the rest of this episode. Yeah, get that. And then we're going to be all right.
1: It's like, get that pipeline fool. Mm-hmm. I feel like I think it was Grant Cardone, you talk about that. He's like, your pipeline fool, you ain't going to be worried about a lot of shit. You ain't going to be worried about nothing. But if your pipeline fool and you're not converting, then there's some stuff we can talk about in here in order to make sure that you bringing them in and you making money. You feel what I'm saying? Right? Yeah, sure. So I'm going to tell you real shit. You want to pop this off, you want me to. Right, you got to go. I right, look, so I've been on probably, I don't know, man, hundreds of hundreds of sales calls over the last year or two. Mm -hmm. Like we've done everything from cold calling people, everything from like, you know, warm leads that we get from like forms on websites, uh, people who come through Instagram, just all kinds of different places that I've been on sales calls. Mm -hmm. And I've noticed the dramatic difference. When I got on a bunch of reps of sales calls, which Mm -hmm. Ken, he's already getting a bunch of leads in, which is amazing. Exactly. Like getting on those reps, I would say, There's, of course, the structure. I can can teach people a nice structure to run their sales calls, but I realize to be honest, that ain't the thing. Mm -hmm.
0: It it is. You should have it because it makes you organized, but And then you'll, you'll even close, um, you'll close some deals like that. For sure. Just straight structure. Not, not, not the sauce that you about to give but you'll still
1: close. Yeah. You'll get them. Like basically I could tell you like different structures, like a T point structure, I could tell you like the sales presentation structure that we use. Right. Like a lot of times with the coaching call clients, I go through these type of things like, okay, when you get on a call, this is specifically how you structure it to make sure that you closing deals. This Mm -hmm. is the type of stuff that we talk about, but every time i talk to them they may run the structure and they still find themselves not closing the deal Mm -hmm. and that leads them to say well preston what is it what's different how are you getting on these calls and you closing these deals how somebody like dj get on the calls and close the deals and the thing about you what's interesting why i love what we're going to talk about today is Mm -hmm. a lot of times you don't even be remembering the structure no when the deal still gets closed no no no, so i'm gonna be an excellent person to talk
0: about this to even it out huh
1: but no, I'm saying what's happening there is what we are gonna really dive yeah, into. That's what like. we're into. And it's hey. gonna turn you to somebody who's a conversion machine. Mm-hmm. And also, as far as a business person, you are gonna learn really why marketing works and why marketing doesn't work a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Because I've interviewed a lot of people. Because we're getting ready to, uh, I'm about getting ready to put out this presentation, this mm-hmm. business presentation. It's basically showing you how to build your business from scratch. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm asking people like, what causes people not to purchase mm-hmm. or not to buy. And a lot of people that I interviewed basically cited this one thing that is the reason that they just don't purchase from people.
0: Mm-hmm. So I think, I think we, you, you ready to, I'm ready to dive into it. I know, it. It. I know, I know, I know, I know they ready too.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about this. So Napoleon Hill, we can talk about, we talk about Napoleon Hill a lot. Oh yeah. And when I first met you, I feel like, you like I know him. Yeah. Just like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uncle, uncle Ian, uncle, uncle, uncle Napoleon, Hill uncle Hill. Uncle Hill. Um, we got a lot of uncles on here, huh? We got Uncle Uncle Proctor. Uncle Proctor. Uncle, that
0: just sounds funny.
1: Uncle Proctor. Uncle, that's Uncle Proc right there. Uncle Proc. But anyway, um, <laughs> no, there's a lot of people. You know, we fuck a lot of people. Here. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, Napoleon Hill talked about something, and he called it having a pleasing personality. And when I first met you, you had, you had just read Napoleon Hill's book, Think Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. And you used to talk, and you just emphasized Pleasing personality, pleasing personality, pleasing personality.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that book, when I read it, man, it was, it was a breath of fresh air, because it was like, it's like you've been moving one way, but then it's like some shit solidifies it, so you amplify it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That shit, was, that shit was like true. The pleasing personality part, tch, watch how we dig into this one. But I'm saying, I've seen you employ that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So me, being somebody
1: who comes from more of a technical background, me, I'm always trying to focus on like the systems, the processes, and the structures. But sometimes I feel like what will tend to happen when you get too deep in that route, you in the marketing, you in the weeds, what happens is you start to lose a bit of the soul, the yeah. likability. You're like a robot. Yeah. So it's like, you're like when, a you're, when you're talking to people, like people may be trying to express something to you and you're so focused on getting the structure down that you use that human essence that's that's really making people connect with you. And I'm going to give you some practical things. Like you can, you can steal some of the stuff I'm going to say today that I've seen has been useful, but- what I would really like you to do instead of trying to steal some of the stuff that we talk about here is try to understand the overlying idea behind what we're talking about, the concept, the theme, because then at that point you understand how to go out into the world and use this for yourself. So the big thing going to that is like me becoming from a more technical background and you coming from a background of just, oh, I'm working with people. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm connecting with people. What I found out was there's two aspects. To closing the sale yeah so of course you gotta know your shit yeah or else like obviously i feel like at this point we shouldn't have to discuss do you know what you're doing
0: yeah 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 for sure i don't even think we have to discuss that yeah my god neither
1: yeah I, I know ken you're already getting leads so you know what the fuck so you, you know, know what the fuck you're doing you this is a very business.
0: specific question
1: exactly so you know your business right and anybody else who's watching is like i don't know my business go get how to start a business in 30 days we'll help you know your business But anybody, for the people watching this, you know your business. So the next part of it goes down to what I would call building rapport. So the magic building rapport. Now there's, there's all kinds of definitions of rapport, but just for the sake of our conversation today, let's just say the rapport building is when people feel that connection with you and it builds that likability. Yeah.
0: It's like some, a stranger, how do you make them, how do you make them know who you are?
1: Yeah. And even with funnels, we talk about funnels, and I think we talked about this on the episode about funnels. was like, when you bring somebody through the funnel, they have to know, like, and trust you before they'll purchase. Exactly. And that's basically what we can think about as report. Just remember that. Know, like, trust. So I don't care how good your structure is, I don't care how much you sell it. Unless your product is so good or the person needs it so bad and they don't feel like it's any other way that they can find a solution, they're gonna go somewhere, they're gonna go with somebody that they know, like, and trust. Exactly, and even killer, if he can't
0: even do it right. Even if he's more expensive. Even be more expensive. Even if he trash, yeah, it, don't even, it don't even, It It's crazy.
1: And so the biggest thing what I've learned being on so many sales calls is when I was closing less sales calls, I was taking a lot of sales calls. But just similar to Ken right here, I was taking a lot of sales calls, but I would find myself not closing as many sales calls, mm-hmm. even though I was the best at the structure. I had it down packed. I had it memorized. I know my shit. When people get on the phone with me and I start running down like, oh, this is how we're going to do the marketing. This is how we're going to do the advertising. This is how we're going to build your website. This is how we would put your brand together. Like, when, we get, when I get on the phone, I know my shit. Yeah. Anybody who meets me saw, like, oh, damn, you know your shit. But then I used to be confused because I'm like, D, why, why are some of these leads not closing? Mm-hmm. And I would see somebody like DJ on the call. And he would say,
0: and, he wouldn't, and he wouldn't know all that
1: shit. He <laughs> wouldn't know all that shit. He would still close them deals. It's not to say I wasn't closing any deal. Oh no. Nah, but hell what nah. I'm saying is it was just like some of the deals that it didn't really feel like you had everything locked in as far as the structure, boom, that goes to sale. And it's learning how to have this rapport building skill and this empathy.
0: You feel what I'm saying there? Yeah, it's like this is this in in body language, if you watching this, what, what he's saying verbally. And this if you're is, not watching,
1: go watch it so you can see what, what he's
0: doing. This is like what he's talking about. like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying sometimes people be all the way over here trying to sell some shit. They be all the way over here. Like yeah, that. you just gotta be in the middle. I get in the po- that's the pocket, that's the it? pocket. It's you the know part. what I'm saying? This is what rapport is. It's like once you do that, you are just gonna get the flowing and everything just gonna go perfectly.
1: Yeah. So there's um, so there's this great book, right? And it's about negotiation. Book drop. Book drop. And it's um, uh, getting getting more. Like this is a the guy who does this negotiation course is at the Warden Business College. His course is like was back before all this happened was like a two year waiting list to get in the course. He was talking about this. And if I can remember the exact numbers, I might mess this up a little bit. But they was basically saying that I believe it's something I could be wrong. Y'all can look this up and get the exact figures or whatever. Right. But I believe they said only like 20 percent of what makes somebody convinced in a negotiation mm-hmm. has to do with the actual words that you're
0: saying. So yeah. Let's think of that as like your process. That's like that, that, that good old saying that- they don't remember what you say. They only Look, remember how, they, how, you, how you say no, 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 they only remember how you made them feel.
1: That's the truth. So that's what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. 10% of it was like your process. So think about 30% of it, something like that, may have even been less, was like your, your words and your process. Yeah. And that's not to say the words are unimportant. You're not walking up to people going, blah, 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 blah. Right? But <laughs> what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, they weren't so concerned that you said the exact right words mm-hmm. as if the kind of emotion you conveyed. And they said the other large percentage, which like I said, you can get the real numbers. It's in the book. It's like a little diagram. I don't have it here. If I can find it, maybe I'll just put it up so you can see the real numbers. But I know those are not the exact numbers. I just know I'm approximating. It was Mm -hmm. like something like 60 to 70% was based more on like your body language and the way you kind of come off. And just your energy. Exactly. So the thing is, when we think about our customers and clients, why we don't convert them a lot more, this is the reason why. And I'm gonna tell you something interesting. We're doing this a lot of times. We've never met these people in person. Exactly. So what is that? And I'm going to tell you the basic
0: perception, the way you go into the call
1: is important. So there's,
0: there's ways that you can build rapport over a long period of time on social media too. Yeah. That's just another little hat. That's what we're doing here. That's what this is. That's what I think about when, when it's time for you to go uh, purchase a website, when it's time for you to do. Uh, any marketing campaigns for your big business because you gotta think about it we're gonna be here on earth for a minute so yeah even if you watching mama's house the penthouse right now and technically you think that you are not anything right now you're just in the seed form you're gonna blow up you're gonna grow into this magnificent tree and who you gonna call yeah you got to call us yeah. because you know us at this point. You know that we are legit people. You know where to find us. You know, if you reach out to me, you know I'm going to hit you back. Yeah. You reach out to him, you know he's going to hit you back. Easy. Easily. And then even when it gets to astronomical numbers, you're still going to get reached back to you. you. get what I'm saying? So it's like, you know that, you know the rapport is here. You know us. You know, you feel comfortable. You like, you know us. You trust us. You yeah. heard enough about his story. You've heard enough about my story. If you haven't, go to uh, whoiscountrycowboy.com. Why do you think we even created that. It's crazy. You just I mean, said not that. Who is No, who the, is the country cowboy.com. No, the movie. Yeah. The movie. Um, Why do you think we even created that?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's funny you say that, right? Cause literally yesterday, yeah. Yesterday we got on the call with somebody and I think you hadn't got on the call yet. He said it again. I remember. Yeah. That. He said, man, I, he's like, he said, man, I watched the documentary and it's like, I know everything that went on with y'all. And y'all know about products. It's like he was in rapport and then he didn't even know that. Cause in the, if you watch who is country cowboy, um, you should go check it out. But towards the middle, like when you're telling your story, you talk about me when you met me in there, right? Yeah. I pop in there. He was like, yeah. And um, there's another guy's like, I was like, is that you on there? I was like, are you Princeton? And he was just like, oh, shit. That's Isn't crazy. Yeah, yeah. But think about the difference with that rapport. Now, i say this. I don't give a damn how much, how much, how good your product is. People might not buy your shit they don't like you. Oh, and for this sure. Is, this is
0: actually something you that... You can have the best product. but they don't like you, they're not... They, I'm just going to go over there because I don't like them. I don't even like I don't, them. I, I want to get if them. We've, we did that to multiple uh, big companies. These just... Somebody at the counter, Yeah, we ain't like. We went to a whole other store. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Ashley Furniture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they got their shit together over there. Yeah. But the way that, that particular store in the Galleria handled it... Yeah. I, well, yeah, we still on that. We still on
1: that. <laughs> we positive, but we still on that.
0: We still on that. That's to help them out though. That's how I look at it. I'll make course. them That'd a better be all corporate. Right. That'd be all right. we definitely, We definitely hold uh, them in one episode though. Yeah. <laughs> we was in the middle of it. In you the know? thick of it. In the middle but, of uh,
1: it. But, but basically, uh, when I look at that though, the rapport that we built there is like, that's what people don't understand. Like there's a bias. So there's 25 cognitive biases. And if you read Poor Charlie's Almanac, which is Charlie, which is Warren Buffett's right hand man, Charlie Munger, who Mm -hmm. Warren Buffett even says is smarter than him. Mm -hmm. He says he's smarter than Mm -hmm. him. He's got all these mental models about how he makes decisions. It's called Munger's Models, right? Mm -hmm. And this is important for stock investors and traders because he has all these things to keep from coming, like falling victim to the biases of your mind. So you know how you do some crazy, irrational shit just because you got a bias? It's like, he talked about all these things. And in the 25 cognitive bias, he talked about the liking and disliking bias. Mm-hmm. And what this basically was, the disliking bias was the tendency to not believe or listen to information because you do not like the person who is delivering the information. Mm-hmm. And I know you know this. Oh yeah. I know you've seen this thousands of times. Oh yeah. This this happens mostly
0: in in, in your
1: family. You know what's the
0: easiest place to observe this? Well politics. True. I don't like Well, like you close, you more close, like it's like why some people, why one, it's like why one family member that's real close to the other one could be extremely successful and the other one is like not. You get what I'm saying? That's what it is. It's like this person, this person has all of the knowledge that you need, but you literally just don't like them. Yeah. So it don't, it could be exactly what you need. You don't want them to be the one to tell you. Yeah, I don't want, you don't want them to be able to tell you that. It's basically what it is. So that makes, that's the truth. Yeah. So, and like I say in
1: politics, like like for example, let's take the Donald Trump Joe Biden thing, right? Not talking about any sides, right? But let's just say Donald Trump, because he was a lot more polarizing. Yeah. If you hate him and you watch our show, it's not that he could have had the best information on real estate, probably could have made you a millionaire, but you would not have picked up his book because mm-hmm. of this bias. Mm-hmm. Now, I always tell people, fuck, fuck the person, right? If yeah. the information is good, the information is good. But that's how I am. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go get that information regardless. Mm-hmm. I just always felt that way. I ain't never looked at it like, well, this is Persian. Fuck that. I'm not about to go hang out with them. Yeah. I'm just about to take that information and use it for me. Exactly. But the disliking bias is something that happens. So when people do sales, I want you to remember this and any great sales course that you, that you go to will say this, right. Is like, we make decisions based on em- emotion and justify it with logic. That's kind of how we operate as human beings. So basically, I remember a while back, my brother had bought a house, and the house was expensive. And when he bought the house, he started talking about, yeah, this is a good house because it is. And I just was observing how he made an emotional decision because he wanted the house. Mm-hmm. And he was justifying why it was a good decision that he made it. So if you get people to like you, what they're going to do is spend the time trying to justify the decision. I'll give you a prime example. If somebody spent $20,000 with you, you think that they're going to, after they buy it, man, that was a stupid decision I made. Mm-hmm. They're gonna in their mind because they like you try to justify why they made that decision and why that was a good decision to make. Mm-hmm. So when we build rapport, the idea of rapport,
0: it might be the most important part of the sale. It is. It's gotta be, right? No, because um I was on a sale, I was on a call with people from uh, Winchester, Ohio yesterday. It was a real estate call. Yeah. And you know, basically we're getting into like real estate syndication, like getting investors to come over here to put money into this project and things like that. But basically, one of the things that one of the people asked on the uh, car was like, he was like, "Yo, um, I know you talked about hard money loans, and I know you talked about like private money and stuff like that, but what's a great way to to get like a a, a private investor?" And the dude he asked the question to just sunk low in the seat, like, Here "Go this question again," yeah. because the reality is, it ain't no right way. It the only way is to get. If how else you gonna get somebody to give you a, four or five million dollars? It's no way. You can't. It don't matter how technical you are. How many pamphlets you put together? It don't matter none of that shit. The only thing that matters. That's what he was basically saying. He's like, "Yo, I can't tell you the only way to 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 get a a, a private lender or a hard money. You know what I'm saying? Somebody is just giving you straight up, giving you just like, huh, here's." like 20 bands here. Like the only person I would probably like, it's a couple people in life yeah. that I would just do that for. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Like And That's not true. even think about it because of the report. And, and it's not,
1: and it, like you said, it's not necessarily a logical decision I'm making. Yeah, exactly. I'm a very logical person, right? Mm-hmm. But I know, I know if you came to me, like bro, it's a million dollar play. Yeah. I probably, I've done stuff like that, to mm-hmm. be honest, when it comes to us, like mm-hmm. people I ain't fuck with. Exactly. And I was like, he was like, man, nah, no, it's good. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. But how did, that's basically still a sale. He made to me is like, fuck with this person, bro. Mm -hmm. And I did it based off, you've done stuff based off like people that you fuck with, they told you about some shit, you've done it. But the pre the thing is when we go to sales, we think that people are almost like a process Yeah. And in the seven habits of highly effective people. He talked about that. He said that when you do tasks, you want to be, you want to be efficient, which means I want to get the task done in the shortest period of time possible. Exactly. Said when you deal with people, you want to be effective, not efficient, because Mm -hmm. you can't be efficient with people because you don't know what emotional things a person is going through. When I do a sales call, I always leave a bit of leeway between the next sales call, because I don't want to try to be too efficient with a person Mm because that person may be going through some struggles or they got a problem. Like when I talk to these people on the phone, they're having real problems in their business that they cannot solve. Mm -hmm. And they're coming to me to help you solve. It's almost like I become a therapist on the phone sometimes. Mm but. If I'm trying to, like, imagine you in the middle of problem. Yeah, man, you know, my ah. dog just died. Hey, man, that's our time. You think that person's going to buy from you? Hell like, nah. really think about that. Ah. You're in the middle of some real shit. Yeah, my girlfriend just broke up with you, and this business is the only thing. Man, that's good, man, that's good. I got another one to go to. <laughs> Hold, table that thought on your girlfriend and your dog dying, and uh, probably, I'm going to see if I can circle back to you. Yeah, All right, bro, good talk to you. Bye-bye. You think he's going to be oh, hell yeah, I'm about to. I'm about, I'm to, so buy you. I'm about to buy from him. And the whole thing is when we understand that, what I understood from doing all the sales calls, like doing thousands of sales calls at this point, is the the times I close deals, like some people, they may not be able to afford a service and that's fair enough. And mm-hmm. we even come up with ways to get around that too. Mm-hmm. But one thing I know for sure is everybody that i built rapport with, I'm saying about 95% of the time that payment came through. Of course. 95% of the time, and to the point where if let's say I send out an invoice and say, Hey man, you can pay that on Friday, right? If they didn't pay on Friday, they would call me apologizing.
0: Yeah. That's how much rapport you got to build in this world. And most people, but see it's defeating. Cause you know, we come from the hood. Right. Yeah. And like at first. You are embedded, like you. You know what I'm saying? Like the more, the less friend, friendly friendlier you are, the cooler you Man, are. I ain't friendly. Who made this game up? The longer, the the longer you slept in the afternoon, the cooler you was. Remember that little game? Yeah. It's like if you slept, if you I slept get I don't wake up till two.
1: Yeah. Like ooh, two? ooh.
0: That and boy he don't sleep
1: even, he damn near. It's damn near nighttime head That he boy <laughs> sleep, yeah, sleep, he is sleep. <laughs> but yeah, like or just the other game, or whatever, right? Man,
0: we ain't friendly around
1: here, man. Yeah, like, we ain't friendly around right here.
0: here. Yeah, like all of that. That's basically what you're saying is, I'm not finna try to build no rapport with nobody. Exactly. And see, Drake said something that was very that was very profound. Profound. He said, "No new friends, no new friends, no oh, yeah. new friends. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. That's a luxury." Yeah, you can't. Everybody Ooh, can't do that. Shit. You get what I'm saying? It's Ooh, like, please, bro, run that a, back. That's a luxury. That's a luxury. That's a luxury. I'm telling you, it's like you talking about no new friends until you're able to get to that point. That's it. My mama was at the dinner table. She was like asking me, um, this this coexist this this coexists a little bit. She was basically saying, um, man, what's up with the you know the young guys getting tattoos on their face? I was basically telling her, like these people have made a decision. Yeah they don't have to fuck with anybody else yeah they figured it out for themselves you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like once you reach a certain point in your life you got it figured out you got your money you got your wife you got your kids you got your family you got your close friends yeah then there's no new friends you get what i'm saying you got your bag secured you got all of this that's a luxury but your ass if you just starting off you come
1: on every time I know You know what I told you? I about, can't afford that right now. That's the shit. That's the shit that, like, I, I to, can't even I told afford one no of my new partners right now. I told one of my partners like that. One deep shit and shit. I said that shit is only cool in rap lyrics. Exactly. That shit is cool in rap lyrics. People, I came up in the bottom. That's all me. That shit is cool in rap lyrics because somebody helped your ass. Yeah.
0: For somebody.
1: Sure. You didn't just for appear sure. out of the ether
0: as, as, as a <laughs> successful <ether>. person. <laughs> the and ether. then I
1: say, you know what else echoes that sentiment? <laughs> yeah. Warren Buffett. Uh-huh. He said he wanted to make enough money. He said, I got enough money. He said, what is the difference between having billions of dollars? You know, Warren Buffett, he don't like live in like a mansion. He lives in a regular ass house. Yeah. Like reg when I say regular ass house, the house that you was at in Ohio might be bigger than Warren Buffett's house. He lives in. Exactly. Now, of course, he fires private and shit like that. And I'm pretty sure he got nice shit around. Him. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Regular car, regular house. And then they asked him what was the biggest difference that he found when he had having so much money? He said, man, I got so much money. I don't have to do business with anybody I don't particularly care to do business with.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm
1: saying that to echo the sentiment of what you're saying, yeah. which is basically that's it's a, a luxury. luxury. That's a luxury. That's like that's like being able to fly private all the time. Exactly. It's like you can't be out here, you just starting off, I only fly private. Well shit, you probably not gonna be flying then for <laughs> yeah, a while. For a very long time, my guy. So if you like, oh
0: no new friends, it's like have you, you, have,
1: know, you have you have you put in podcast, the
0: work? This podcast, this podcast don't exist. Have you put it in the work? Like, think about it, think about it. Um, a guy, a guy, a homeless guy up the street talking about no new friends, and then Floyd Mayweather talking about no new friends. It just hit different. Yeah, because Floyd Mayweather don't really need no more friends. Put in the work. He didn't got past. The, he didn't got all the
1: friends. He like, yeah, I didn't got. I I made billions of dollars, so with I'm, these. I'm, ca- I'm kind of good now. Yeah, these my friends. So I, if I, you I, walk I, up and be like, "Man, what's up?" You ain't trying to be. He could be like, "I'm good."
0: Yeah, I'm. Totally... Maybe you could have
1: made him money, but he didn't made enough where it don't matter anyway.
0: Exactly, he you know don't what I'm saying? need that.
1: And I think that is still in lines because the whole point is what we're talking about is that idea of why people are, are not friendly because they're exactly. taking that information and they're applying it to the wrong aspect of their life.
0: Exactly. I need to
1: be friendly on a sales call. Exactly. I need this person to like me. I was on a sales call the other day, and I was a sales meeting the other day, and my partner was like that was on there with me. He's like, "Man, was you flirting with the girl?" I said, "No, I wasn't flirting with her." I say, but I am gonna say nice things to the person and it's not kiss ass shit. I'm gonna talk about this real quickly because I was explaining this. I don't kiss ass or anything like that. You ultimately. just acknowledge what's good. I, I, I acknowledge shit that people have earned. Hell yeah. I say the only thing that makes a commonly disingenuous is when you, if you say some shit that somebody didn't earn. So if I walk up to you and say, man, it's crazy, man, that you got green eyes. It's kind of like, I've always had green eyes, bro. Yeah. huh? But if I say, hey bro, I see you've been grinding on your business, but I respect that. You appreciate the comp because I earned that.
0: Yeah. I have been I earned grinding. That. On, yeah.
1: So the same thing when it when it was, she was, she was in there, she was talking about she was the PR person for the company. And I was like, um, I was just they was, she was taking me around the thing in the venue, and I said, Man, you know, the marketing and stuff y'all put together in the presentation here, I really admire how y'all did this. Mm-hmm. I, I really felt that.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I feel like what it is because I'm attempting, because my mindset is I'm gonna be friendly with the person, I'm gonna try to build rapport. I'm just looking for opportunities where I could build rapport with the
0: person. That's what I say. Once you once you become uh, a real individual, I yeah. wanna say the other word. A real, real, keep, individual, real. Keep, it, keep it smooth <laughs> right now. Once you become a real nigga, right? <laughs> Once you become a real individual, with no cap, you look for opportunities. Oh my god, <laughs> Girl, that's, that is I do it on no purpose. Gotta love
1: when you catch shit like that on the
0: air. Just like this man I'm not gonna do that. And I'm not gonna he, do that. Did, did he, it anyway, <laughs> goddamn it. Hey, but no. Uh, yeah. Once, once you, once you, once you build the characteristics of a person who wants to demonstrate how authentic that they are, yeah, you look for opportunities to do it. It's almost like yeah. when people rob your opportunities, you get mad too, yeah. Or somebody be like, nah, nah. Like a, like sometimes my friends do so much for me, I be trying to pay for something for them, but, but then they don't want to let me pay for it. And I be like, Yeah. Like, no, nah. no, no, I got it. I got this one. Like, nah, 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 I got this one. What I just said. <laughs> All right then. Pick that motherfucker <laughs> up and let me pay. Mm-hmm. Get the hell out of the way. But nah, I'm saying like,
1: yeah, to, to that point though, And before I did that, I didn't close as many sales. Exactly. But the whole thing is, every person is wants to be appreciated for what they do, especially when you're in what we do as far as people who build businesses, who have ideas and have dreams. Mm-hmm. And the more I understand that, by the second aspect of this, and we talked about this a lot on here before, we mm-hmm. you said your superpower was, a long time ago, when you said super empathy was spelled with an I. Mm-hmm. And I was like, he was like, I told you it's my superpower, he was like, it starts with an I, I was like, an I? Ooh. I was like, an I? It don't matter. I mean, we already we already talk about it. That don't matter. <laughs> I can't spell. Yeah, we already just that's yeah, been money though, huh? If you didn't know that, you mm-hmm. not, you haven't been watching this that long.
0: Yeah. And we all my done. friends know when I text, I just yeah, however well, it your come text,
1: out. Your text, I've it's almost deciphering a new language. Yeah. You I sit there just sometimes speak, and be like, I'll be like, hmm. Oh, okay. I think I get like, that one. SO FOLA I'll meet you
0: downstairs in 10. Perfect. I'm telling you. Girl, I'll just type it and whatever come out. You got it. The like, like, words are making you living. I didn't see you. Text some you. I, this
1: man sent a text
0: and said, ooh.
1: bad <laughs> 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 Ooh. I fucked that one.
0: That was bad. I fucked that one up. I know they don't I'm have like, no idea what I'm, I'm talking like, about.
1: Like, why would you send
0: that? But, because I'm communicating with no, so many I, I, people I mean, all day all right on that right phone. Right. That's what I'm saying. I've been that having that just, phone. I have that same number. That shit just funny. Since Two thousand and five. Somebody, somebody can say, "Oh, bet I still got that one." You can hit it up. I'm gonna hit you with a deficient ass <laughs> test measure. What a falafel <laughs> and you better know what the, what the fuck that should be? See, you would know what it was if you fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know how? You know I'm a. You, you know, know I'm a is. fucking sentence up you be you a test, test measure. Me. ain't,
1: ain't live. Come on, man. don't even. That's like me calling you right now, bro. I understand tech. Come on, bro. i Know what I'm doing? Come on, man. But now, what I'm saying is, these people coming to you. To solve problems. That's what a person is approaching you for if you if you're a person who's trying to do client work. Exactly. Or even even with products solving the problems. So when a person gets on the phone, you can take the time to be empathetic and build some rapport with them. Those people, like people have called pissed off about shit. Mm-hmm. You take some time to build some rapport with them, you can calm that person down. Yep. You can take somebody who was not fucking with your business all before they picked up their phone to being a glowing fan of yours. Mm-hmm. One call. That's why they say it's a thin line between love and hate. Cause a lot of people, what we've learned from communicating with people so much
0: is that a lot of people just need to be heard. No, that's how we all want. That's why, but that's how we all want. You paying respect. I just want you to. I just want you to be able to listen to me.
1: Exactly.
0: That's wow. why when you catch a person that won't let you that, that that won't let you speak, it's just so disrespectful. Cause it's like you're not even listening to me. Mm-hmm. You're For not sure. even giving the, You know what I'm saying? You're not even giving me the time of day. You have yeah. to listen. You got to at least do that. Yes. But exactly. that's gonna allow you to like a person that that also allow you to not wanna even speak to a person. Yeah. If 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 the if some people build rapport and it just be like some like other shit, you'd be like, what is all this? Like it's just yeah. too much. You know what I'm saying? It's like Well, whatever.
1: I think that's the di- that's what I'm talking about, the thin line between like schmoozing, as they call it.
0: Yeah.
1: And being like authentic. Like I don't I'm not walking into a meeting. Hey, like your shoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like for it even like your shoes. Like
0: like your hat, like your shirt, like your
1: Most of of my conversations start with some simple stuff. Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, how how was, like, say New Year's just passed. How was your New Year's? Oh, it was cool. What about you? Man, can't complain. Just kind of bringing a good energy already. Mm -hmm. And then from there, like, if they start talking about something, it's like, because if somebody, to me, one thing I've learned is, you ever had somebody come in the house and they do this like, (sighs) right? I learned at a very young age, what that means is that that person really wants to talk about something. They want you to be like, hey, what's wrong? Because mm-hmm. if they didn't give a fuck, they wouldn't talk about it. Or if I if I just ran me out of nowhere, I'd be like, man, this shit crazy what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah, if you don't give a fuck, you don't have to engage that. But if somebody you fuck with you, probably be like, what's wrong, bro, what, what yeah. happened? Because yeah. that's what they want. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. So the same thing, if I'm in the middle of a sales call and somebody says, yeah, man, I hear what you're saying, man, but everything's going on with my family. I, that's, that person want me to engage. They want me to help them solve that problem. Exactly. And if I'm trying to help them solve that problem, then what happens is I build rapport with them. If I come solve your problem, if you've been struggling to make money in your business for months, and you say, man, you know, I'm just really struggling with being organized. And I say, look, man, on top of what I'm about to do here, I'm going to show you this little tool I've been using to keep myself organized. Like, I really believe this can help you." because you already put together a good business, but exactly. it's the only thing that's holding you back. Well, let me help you with that too. I'm not even going to charge you for it. I'm just going to give you that because I, because I want to see you win. You succeeding with us only benefits our business. Mm-hmm. So when you build clients that way, when you build customers that way, what happens is them customers, it's hard for those customers to leave. you. And I'm not saying we never lost a customer, but it is hard for them to leave when I've built rapport with them. And the ones that we do good work for and I got rapport for them, they just love it. They don't mind paying. They don't mind doing anything. Because mm-hmm. they like, oh, I fuck with y'all. Exactly. And we talked about the habit of doing more than you pay for. And I believe that's a good way to approach everything. When people come to us, most people are going to try to, like, I've seen it with you because you got a bunch of followers, right? Mm-hmm. But the way people approach you, it's very, like, takerish energy. You know yeah. what I'm
0: saying? Like, it's mm. either what you can do for can me. You, can you wear the shirt for me and exactly. post it on the... Or, I could, bro, but or, if you would just build some rapport for me, you don't even understand that I do all that shit for you for exactly. free. Exactly, I won't even charge you for it if you build enough rapport for me. I, I'll be beating your line up trying to get some shirts. Yeah, what them shirts at? What's name just did that with his brand? Exactly. Uh, Zoo There's a
1: guy in L.A. Big, big follow. like hundreds of thousands of followers. Just hit him up, man. I like the stuff you got going, man. He said, "Man, I'm gonna send it to you, right?" But because of how he gets on his story and he builds rapport, people fuck with him. And so if somebody fucks with you, they gonna put your shit on my man. Like, this man didn't have to be like, oh, bro, will you put this on for... It? Like, come on. Yeah. Come on.
0: That's a easy. You
1: got a lot of rapport. Because I fuck with him. Exactly. So, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, people come to you, if they really understood, like, if I really wanted Cowboy to do something, how could I be a rapport? But you know why people don't do it? Because the rapport part of it and the empathy part of it requires you to actually give a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's all it really comes down to. It's like, when I get on the phone call, I'm like, I've, I've gotten to the point where I understand... Like what my role is when somebody comes to me for a product or service. If it's a website, if it's digital marketing, is it that? Yeah. See if you think it's that, that's what you're paying for from me, then you've missed the mark. You can get a website from anywhere, whatever, right? But go to fucking
0: Wix and do it. Yeah. And it's
1: not gonna be we already talked about that.
0: Right? Yeah. Of course. But you're you gonna walk out there yeah. with a ten dollar website.
1: <laughs> $10. And it's gonna be worth ten dollars. Worth ten dollars. But what you're going to get is somebody who's going to help you solve your problems and get to a point, get to a goal you want in life because everything you're doing, there's, you're doing it, but there's another goal behind it. You may be building the business, right? But maybe the real goal behind that is supporting your family. So if I'm empathetic and I build rapport with you and I find that that real reason that, Hey, yeah, man, I'm trying to build this business, but this business is going to allow me to support my family. Like the guy on the phone, he started talking about, man, I need to be able to see my son. I need to be able to like I would work on my business more or this aspect of my business more, but, but I got have a family. Yeah. So when I say, look, you know what's the, the good thing about this? That when you work with us, you're going to have more time to do that because our team, it's our gonna ad take team care is, is going to take care of this. You don't and have give you reports at the end of the month so you're not you So not you can make decisions. Exactly. You don't have time to do this shit. I explained to him how I don't have time to do a lot of shit, so I've had to build a team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So now me and him build rapport because me and him both understand because we're well, we both we business had. people mm-hmm. that this is something we both struggle with valuing our time do you think just think about that Do you think he's more likely or less likely to buy from me knowing that we share that knowing that i understand his problem is not necessarily trying does to get he know more, about advertising exactly or <laughs> are he
0: trying to just get a bunch of more money or it's something like, like
1: that. i mean of course that's the yeah he of course he wants more money
0: but yeah but it's a real deep thing well money that, think about it right i know you want to make a lot of money
1: people, yeah but we talked about this shit it's Shit you want to do with the money. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Not so much. It's the lifestyle think, you want to
0: live. It's the shit that you want with yeah. the money. Well, it, and it,
1: and it could be shit as simple as you know when I when I pull up around Christmas, I want to be the uncle who drops off the presents. You may think that's that's not nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You may want to be somebody in your family who's a pillar of your family. That's why you, maybe you want to build a business. It's not always about that you just want to make money and stun everybody. Maybe in your family, your family has always struggled and been in poverty. And you want to be the person to lead your family out of poverty. You want to be the one to change your family's trajectory. This is why you're building a business. And if I understand that about you, because I've taken time to build some rapport, and I'm like, look, now I understand about you, I'm going to show you how we can get you to the point where you can do that. I'm just aligning my service, and then I'm solving a problem for you. I'm building rapport, and that closes clients like crazy. Left and right. Because now we built a connection, we built a friendship, we built a relationship. And I'm gonna make sure I do good work for you. We always talk about that. Habit of doing more than you pay for. I'm gonna make sure I do yeah. good
0: work for you. That's gonna keep that's gonna that's just gonna bring the referrals and and just keep you always wanna you always wanna keep the client on their heels. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't never wanna be <laughs> you know, just on flat well, on your back. Calling but, you. Hey, hey bro, where's you, that? Where, where where's the shit at? Where's the shit
1: at? Oh, oh man. Um, Fuck, my, oh, the project. Man. You right. Forgot about that, I was supposed to be on your shit. Oh, <laughs> um, that's horrible, yeah. Well, I'm saying though, but if you care about the person, you're gonna make sure they project good too, exactly. Because now that I know that about him, even on my end, even as a client, it's good to be in rapport with the people that you getting services from. Because mm-hmm. if a person's a good person and they know, like, man, you're going
0: through this and you got this, and this is what you're trying to do, they're gonna be like, man, I'm gonna make sure I get that project done, man. That's that's what we want to do. If we if we the only reason why we only we go certain places is because we just kind of have to like, like you know, places like Walmart and shit like that, right? If I had a homeboy who like was on some shit like, yo bro, I got all of the groceries here, my little grocery store around the corner, like everything you got at Walmart, I got it here. It's just like right up the street. It's not as big as Walmart yet. I know yet. man, you
1: be busy, you don't be one to go over to Walmart. Yeah, yeah, just
0: come over here by me. I'm like, oh man, this is my boy.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go, sure. I'm go right
0: over here to my boy. Why, Why would go I go to, go to Walmart? Walmart? I know him.
1: Yeah.
0: I know him now. Uh, Walmart is a, a, a bit aggressive. Some people only get their groceries from, you know, uh, specific spots like, you know, produce and shit whole like that, whole and, foods yeah. and whatever. But the, I, just the, I, think that the,
1: I think the example still stands,
0: though. Yeah, like, He's like,
1: look, man, like, I know you like to eat healthy, and I got all the supplements and everything at my grocery store also. Exactly. It's like, but they know something about you. The empathy. It's like, you know what I've noticed? I can tell you specific things about all my clients and customers now mm-hmm. that I've talked on the phone with. I can tell you if they got kids. I can tell you if they got families. I can tell you what their goals and ambitions are for the year. I can tell you past just, they want a website. Mm-hmm. It's like to the outside, wherever somebody talked to me, because you know, I'm, I'm not talking about like specifically anybody to another person,
0: mm-hmm. but to
1: the outside words, like, oh yeah, I'm doing a website. Yeah. But when I see their hopes and dreams and I understand like building rapport with them, like if I can get them to their goals, if I can help them accomplish their goals, Mm -hmm. It results in money. I think that's what people don't understand. I know stuff about my clients. Back when I was just taking sales calls and I was just trying to close deals, I don't know shit about those Mm clients, And the fact that they didn't purchase from me,
0: that's the reason. And they
1: shouldn't have. I wouldn't have purchased. Why would you? I'm not mad at that, but it it allowed me to step back and say, bro, you got to learn how to build more rapport and build more empathy and just give a fuck a little bit more. Because I actually did give a fuck, but I was so focused on just trying to close the deals that I understand the easiest way to close deals is just to build a little rapport and care a little bit more. And then that person is going to then want to pay. Exactly. Because anybody you do business with, you want to feel comfortable doing business. Like, okay, I feel like this person's got my back. We all
0: want that. Now nah, that's what that's what this shit is for. Especially if you're going to come up off that money. Yeah, that the plan, paying for something is the most passionate thing you can do. Yeah. It's I mean, like, And the only thing, only thing, only reason why you would even do that is because you either A, need it, like, need it, need it, or you just, you just like, you, 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 you well, gotta have
1: it. Even going back to your Walmart analogy though, right? Like, you go to Walmart, usually because Walmart just got cheap prices and you just need to get get the shit, right? Not like, I don't think, for me, I've never got like an amazing customer service experience. At like, Walmart? Yeah,
0: like, well, it depends on the Walmarts, but. I mean, it's, n- there's no really. I but I
1: mean, I, I, I never get like a, ooh man, they just went above me. It's like, it, it's not bad.
0: It's just, it just is. so You know what I'm saying? It's just like, I went to I don't think they have that much opportunity to give customer service at Walmart. I feel like at this point, everybody should what know saying, where, where the it, shit at. You don't go You don't go to the register and people are always like,
1: hey, welcome to Walmart.
0: Hell nah. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, Chick-fil-A is like that, though. Yeah, because I feel like they're a little bit more new. Yeah, they a cult, though. Yeah, they're, and they they're newer. Be. I feel yeah. like, well, you, I to get Chick for like another 30, 40 years. Boys, gonna be like, at the house. What's good, man? I feel like when you get hired for Chick it's going to be Burger King. <laughs> we'll pull up the Chick fil A. Yeah. What's up, bro? You, know how they, you know how they normally say my pleasure? You're gonna like, yeah, that's a bit.
1: No, I feel like the difference yeah. with Chick fil A is when you get hired, they take you into like, a little room and strap you down to a seat and make you watch customer service videos <laughs> over and over. <laughs> till For brain, 45, for 45 like, days straight. Like you go in there, man, you know, I'm just about to do this at Chick fil A. And then they take you into a little room, you come back. How's it going? My pleasure. My pleasure to serve you. <laughs> What's the rule? Chick fil A has great service. 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 Because you said, like bro, I seen a Barbecue meme. or Chick fil A I seen a meme. That? They forgot to put the barbecue sauce in somebody's uh, thing. This man jumped out the window oh my God. and chased the car down. I said, bro, it is no way in hell you're getting that from McDonald's.
0: But no way in hell, bro. The guy jumped out the window to chase you so down. Think about that. Seven. Think
1: about
0: that. He ain't even go out the front door. He just jumped is, through the little is, window. Which is nine times out of ten, right full there by the <laughs> right there by the exit. No, I'm saying full sprint. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am! 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 He probably like, what the fuck?
1: You got your Polynesian sauce. She like, I love Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Exactly. Look what he just did. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, when you look at shit like that, I'm saying, like, going above and beyond. But the real thing is just building that rapport with people. Like, if you take time to build more rapport with people, have empathy for people, it just goes to every aspect of your business. You made a good point at the beginning of this, D, which was, like, this right here. This is something that we take time to do, not just because it's some cool content. It's, like, it's because this allows us to build rapport with our, our people. Like, when people watch our videos and stuff like that, we've gotten so many clients because they're like, oh, I watch the podcast. And when you watch the podcast, you get an idea into our world, the type of people we are. Mm-hmm. So you get our sense of humor. Maybe you like our sense of humor. Maybe that's
0: like. all you like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Maybe that's all you like. Then you like, damn. Cause some people, business. some people, some people, man, I'm telling you some people, some people literally just fuck with us and they like, man, I would just rather y'all do it. Yeah. Like I don't even, they don't even know nothing else. They don't even know.
1: Man, I've had people call me about topics that I'm not well-versed in, they just like, well, shit, I still would rather you just tell me.
0: Bro, dude called me the other day, and I just, he's like, bro, come outside. Luckily, I had the receipt book in my pocket, but he was like, bro, just hear, here, he got the money right here that we were talking about a while back. I just, I, I just man, I fuck with you. I just want you to do it. Yeah. The sales meeting, it wasn't, I didn't even. Yeah no, he didn't go outside, okay? This is the sales structure. Yeah, no, 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 no. He just like he just like, he fucked with us. I fucked with him too. Shit, I told him a bunch of times. Man, I love what y'all do. I'm saying like, I can tell you this. Like the sales structure is usually simple.
1: It's like you do a little report building in the beginning, but you do it throughout too. Because you try to structure it like thinking like like good sales structures would be like you do a little bit report building or whatever, and then you have like a per, you know it's it's a structure to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: we use a structure, but in that situation, what was the structure? You walk down and got the like. If somebody was sitting
0: there and you was like a sales student,
1: DJ, how'd you do it? You're like, I'm, i I'm
0: That was not absolutely nothing but rapport. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing, nothing else. Think it's about just it. Somebody it's, like, like, it's just somebody I've been knowing yeah. for, for, for at least like, like, let's say, years. Let's say I was another competing company
1: and I'm trying to sell them the same thing. How much more difficult would it be for me to try to get that customer from you? I might go and do a full sales look at this and look at my numbers and my metrics and i work with this many clients and stuff like that. And they might still be like, that's cool, man. I'm going to go with my boy.
0: My boy over here, man. I'm going to see what he's talking about.
1: So I would say rapport is the ultimate. Rapport and empathy are the ultimate tools to become a closer, to become a closer because once you get those things, people will just close. Yeah. Once you think of it as I'm a person trying to solve this person's problem. Like me, that's how I enter every call. It's like, not I'm trying to sell you something. I'm trying to solve your problem. Same thing with our entire business model. The reason we do Mama's House to Penthouse, and answer people's questions, I want you to think about that. Uh-huh. We answer people's questions and we rarely, every once in a while, we have an episode for us. Yeah. We're we going to talk
0: about it. You know. Yeah, like really never.
1: But once in a while, once a year maybe. Yeah, that one
0: but, year review.
1: But for the most part, we try to solve people's problems because what we're engaging empathy. And we know if we can help solve people's problems, somebody said, man, yeah, you know, I called in one time. Or I, I, I wrote in one time, and y'all answered uh, it. And y'all answered my question. Like I fuck with that. Even if they don't purchase something, they might be like, "Hey, bro, maybe they don't need our services." Mm-hmm. But they friend needs our service, and they like, "Hey, I referred exactly them p- these people to you by this person because what's his name? Gary Walker just refers to him. exactly big client. G Walk watches the podcast, does a lot of them photography here and stuff like that. I'm just saying. You could think like ABC, I love it all. Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, always be closing. I'm with it all or whatever, right? You know mm-hmm. what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass balls to sell real estate. <laughs> Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers. Wolf of Wall Street, All I'm, I fuck with all of it. Mm-hmm. But behind all of it is basically,
0: if you build that rapport, that's what makes you dynamite. That's what, uh, that's probably what, uh, what was the guy, was that Glen Gary? Or Glen Gary was the uh, owner of the uh, company, right? What these are the Glengarry Gary leads? Who said that? That the what company, was the company. The company was Glenn Gary. Yeah, who was he? That, they didn't, they, they never, 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 never had, never had, a, name. had a name, right?
1: Because if you watch the whole movie, he comes in the beginning of the movie, does that, and he leaves. And I think it was the way the director intended, because it was like they kept asking, "Who are you?" And He was like, "Fuck you, that's my name." Because mm-hmm. it's like he's he's almost representing a type of energy yeah. about like you know being a closer and sales yeah. and shit mm-hmm. like that. Like that's why he was never named. Exactly. So the thing is, but what I am saying is, A, B, C always be. It's very aggressive, yeah. right?
0: But yeah, the thing is, I think I take always be closing. It's kind of like what that's you're how about. I would teach it to my sales reps. But I would expect at this point For that me. you understand that you also need to, to have it. Well, the thing is, I would say be engaged in some sort. I would say so.
1: This is a good point. I am glad we got to this. What I would say always be closing means is like always keep the fact that you still are on a sales call. Yeah. You don't want to go in a six-hour therapy session and then just get off the phone.
0: Exactly. You
1: know what I'm saying? That's what uh, Jordan Belfort calls the straight line,
0: right? Yeah. Like
1: a sale is on the line, and then when you get too far off, it's like it's off the line. Yeah. Where you want to try to stay on the line of the sale all the time. So, yeah, I'm building rapport. I'm looking for my opportunities to build rapport because I know without rapport, you're not going to purchase from me. But I'm still moving it forward. That's what the structure is really for, mm-hmm. to keep you moving it forward. Like, if... If you need no structure and you can keep it moving forward, mm-hmm. then well, you mission accomplished. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you don't do that. If you if that's working for you, hey, do that. You know what I'm saying but understanding
0: think, the structure and not having both of them, yeah, is uh is will make you the ultimate.
1: Yeah,
0: it will definitely will. It definitely uh, will. But with that being said.
1: Uh, i think that was good man
0: nah i like closing yeah you want to give your final thoughts yeah i close it out real quick you know what i'm saying uh my final thoughts i say uh realistically um it's building rapport and just engaging empathy in general it's just something that you should just practice on a daily basis even if you're not selling anything you know what i'm saying um well actually you're always selling something you get what i'm saying you are selling yourself to your friends. You're selling the idea to your friends. You're selling your friends on this new, on this new uh, restaurant that you want them to uh, try. You're always selling something. Yep. So, um, just the next time that you get into a very passionate moment where you're trying to convince somebody to do something, convince somebody to pay you some money, convince somebody to go to this new restaurant, just try these two things. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's a new person. Now, if you already have a friend that you've been with, you can't build no more rapport with them you just try to engage some empathy maybe they'll come to your new restaurant that you yeah. want them to try you know what i'm saying like man i know you want it. You know well you maybe know? you do need to have your shit together at that point yeah <laughs> maybe you should have a your, maybe your, they just like i love you bro but your shit be unorganized <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's what i'm saying man making sure those two things are uh intact will definitely uh increase all aspects of life not even just you know what i'm saying sales in general but um yeah engage those two things and um, those are my final thoughts. Man,
1: amazing thoughts, bro. Beautifully, bu- beautifully put. Yes, like, sir. I think my
0: biggest thing is don't think that the technical aspect
1: is unimportant. That's not what you say. I'm a technical person. Mm-hmm. I have a sales structure every time I go. in, But I've also had to learn the opposite end of that spectrum and get into more of what you have really been helpful with me, to be honest, mm-hmm. with this, like, build rapport with these people. Give a fuck a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's not that you don't give a fuck necessarily. Yeah. It's the fact that you're just not thinking about it because you're so focused on getting to point A in the interaction, point B in the interaction, point C in the interaction that you just but lose see, the life, the soul. And just like sucks it out of
0: it. Not to cut you out, this is your fine thought, so I don't want to long at it anymore. But remember, what we were talking about in the cell. Yeah, you just got to. I, I, I want to disagree with Jordan Belfort on the straight line, man. Well, you shouldn't be straight line in the cell. You should be you should be flowing around a little bit. You shouldn't be like this. Yeah. You know what I'm what I mean, you I think that's the general point though. Yeah. It's like you it's just like, you're going, It's just yeah. But don't drift.
1: Yeah. There you go. I would say it's just don't be in there purposeless. But so don't think because we saying to me straight line just seems like you just
0: trying to close the deal. Trying to close the deal. Like you're not going to drift off. nothing.
1: I guess the thing is like when you drifting off too much because I feel like even with that you still got to come off it a little bit. Yeah. But it's just like, don't just go all in the outer space. Yeah. And I think the thing is, what I'm saying is understanding, I'm a big fan of the technical aspect. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about us, if you ever met me personally, you would understand how technical and or detail oriented I am. As far as like, this is the business system. This is how i supposed to run. This is the structure. This is how it's supposed to run. This is the system, the process. And somebody that's in that mindset, what I had to learn is like, just slow down. Build mm-hmm. a little rapport with somebody. You know, compliment them on what they what they do, right? Take time to understand their problems, and then what you'll find once you find what I would call the true problem, because everybody has the problem of the website. But what's mm-hmm. the true problem? Yeah, Exactly. I want the website because I'm trying to grow my brand, and I want to use this to make money because I don't like doing this job over here. Mm-hmm. Oh, so what am I really trying to do? I'm trying to help you gain freedom from the lifestyle that you have.
0: Exactly. Which is, so this the, is much deeper than a than website. a website. Yeah, exactly.
1: And that goes with every service, pretty much. We don't buy things because we want the thing. We want the experience or the the problem that the thing solves. And if you've been in sales and marketing for a long time, you know, that's what you market to. I could tell you, hey, buy my camera. But what is the camera solving? Go deep. What was the camera really solving? Is it that it's going to record me or is it going to solve the problem that, hey, I want to be influential and put my ideas out there and impact people's lives. And I feel like this camera is the best way to do that. Exactly. Now, if a person sold you this camera with that basis, it's going to make it a lot more powerful yeah. and a lot more just engaging to even think about if you want to get the camera.
0: You're going to make that emotional decision and you're going to rationalize it. Just like, Justify yeah. a lot. This got to be the best camera. You be.
1: told me that I could become an influencer. So just keep that in mind that build empathy, build rapport, add that into your repertoire and watch how your sales, watch how your marketing, watch how every aspect of your business grows up. Because once life. you know the people once you know your customer, you know your client, you know those people, I promise those people, once they feel like you understand their problems, will give you money. Facts. You want to give them your stuff to so get out of here?
0: Yes, sir. Country Cowboy on all platforms, two eyes at the end. www.countrycowboy.com. Make sure you run over there and look at all of the different websites that we have on there. So it's just a, a my, my the physical website has all of the websites that we have. I got merch on there that you can go get. I got uh the youtube uh who is country cowboy the whole movie is on that list of uh websites that you can go to um watch that thing. To, to 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 get you some better credit you need to go over there uh I bought this book and the book helped me really 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 like you know get the credit shit together what like, was your credit
1: before huh what was your credit before? My credit
0: before was like i would say like five fifty and what shit, is it now? Seven seven twenty four. Sheesh. So I'm saying so, like all of the stuff that we found out in that book, mm-hmm. it's on my website too because the book was so good. You know what we on? I'm like, man, I'm trying to help people get to where they need to go. Of course, that's really what this whole shit is about. Like that's what that's why we continue doing this podcast and everything. But go over there and get that. You know what I'm saying? Also on my uh, list as well, I have my uh, my online course, influencer. You still need to go get that. It's still. Um, less expensive than a pair of pants, okay? You need to go grab it. It's over there, right there for you. I was uh, talking to uh, my people on my YouTube channel the other day. I told them, I said, listen, this is the the fastest way to grow on any social media platform. Even the ones that haven't came out yet. Clubhouse just came out. Clubhouse came out. You can use these same principles on Clubhouse. I'm doing it right now. I'm already at, like, I just got on Clubhouse. I'm already, like, a thousand, somewhere like that. I'm getting up there. You know what I'm saying? We going up. But these principles are helping me, so Grab the influencer, you know what I'm saying, go do that right now. So that's pretty much, you know, yeah. the who blind and who black. So me,
1: Princeton Hicks on everything. P R I N S T O N H I C K S. Um, like I said, you just need you just need to come get into the mix with us. Come get into the mix with us. I got coaching calls. If you want to go deep on strategy, like. I'm not going to be able to go as deep on strategy unless you actually talk to me because I'm going to be able to specifically look at your specific problems. We just talked about it. Yeah. I'm going to get on the phone with you. I'm going to look at your specific problem. I'm going to look at where you are, where you're trying to get to, and I'm going to say, hey, this is the best way you can get here, and this is the tools you can utilize. Yeah. And if you get on there with me, I don't think anybody's got a coaching call with me or anybody I've really worked with a mentor in the last five years that hasn't gone from wherever they're at now to being successful, like whether it's moving out their mama's house creating six-figure businesses, anything like that, I don't think that anybody who comes coached by us at this point is not going to go up. Exactly. So there's that. Also, how to start a business in 30 days. If you don't know your business, in the beginning we talked about you should know your business. But if you don't know your business, let me help you know your business, right? How to start a business in 30 days is the ultimate guide to building a profitable business without leaving the comfort of your home. Hmm. You don't need an MBA, any of that type of stuff. What you need is to understand this stuff. Because I'm telling you,
0: this I'm is telling thing.
1: you, man. I am telling you, D. Yeah. This shit is going to make you more profitable than a drug dealer at a 420 festival. And I'm not bullshitting with you. You need to go get it it's right, right now. At a 420 festival? At a 420 festival. He just out there clocking. they there for it. Or a dispensary in Houston. Exactly. Shit. In a place where it's illegal. That's the type of money you can man, make by building a weed. They had a weed, the had weed company
0: at a bar the other day out here. Oh, so they They're got doing them. Doing, like, They got the thing.
1: company that delivers weed
0: what is it legal or is it not legal okay. it's not it's
1: it's, it's, mm. it's like, mm. some places it's still not legal but it's mm. like Texas tripping it's out like, man. it's like it's, it's ready to emerge but but the point being if you want to build a business if you want to get financial freedom if you want to experience the feeling of telling your boss fuck you and I'm about to do my own thing if you want to be the person who your family looks up to, and everybody in the community says, Man, you did it. You want to be the person who can when the rap songs come on, mm-hmm. I got it out the mud, and you really did. Mm-hmm. What's that song? Uh, ain't nobody giving me shit. Started my bought my own car, started my own dealership. If you want yeah. that feeling, and also to make it profitable, make it make money where it's just not something that's draining on you, mm-hmm. and last but not least. You don't build it in a way where it just sucks up all your time and you just stressed all the time because you're like, here's my business, but I don't know how to automate this shit. Mm-hmm. Go get How to Start a Business in 30 Days. Not only do you get all the 50 modules that we have now, but we also are adding more modules to help you make money, mm-hmm. learn ways to automate your business better, to make sure that you build this in a profitable way, in a way that integrates in your life that is not stressful. Go to howtostartabusinessin30days.com right now. Take advantage of this. There's hundreds of other people, thousands of other people taking advantage of this right now. Become one of them. Create that financial freedom in your life. Build your legacy. And you got anything else to say to him, D? Shout out to yeah. i open my eyes i see them snakes in the sky I'm saying that they down the ride really they down for the ride really they down for a piece of my pie look in my eyes you can see that i'm tired look at my ties you can see i got drive all these emotions i put them aside all this potential i bring it to life i look them dead in the eyes because i really want it and i'm really working and i'm really stressing out because i'm nervous because everybody...